0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Red, White, and Brown, brought to you by DC Style Live. And today is a little bit of a different type of episode because we're just dueling it out with me and Tasha here. Emma is not uh, here. She's actually a little bit behind the scenes. But regardless, we're going to give you guys a great show because we have three great uh, movies and shows that we're here to review. Uh, and the first one we're going to start with is a film that came out on Netflix. Or, sorry, a series that came out on Netflix called Mumbai Mafia. Uh, police versus the underworld, Uh, like I said, came out on Netflix. And this kind of honestly reminded me a little bit like Indian predator at first, just more geared towards, like, I would say the organized crime side of, you know, what these docuseries might consist of. But basically during the 1990s, Mumbai was, you know, ran by a powerful crime boss and a network of his associates. There was a mafia that overran uh, Mumbai. And, the cops were not able to really deal with them and the way they were organized And So what ended up kind of coming out of it was like these and like encounter cops. They were essentially these like rebels that were there to like beat the mafia, like kind of like, you know, get the mafia out of Mumbai. And this docu-series is, you know, recording just that. Not only the mafia side, but also these kind of like, we can call them like prime angels um, that came out of Mumbai to eventually get rid of the mafia and it's a true crime documentary and this is a great you know topic for me to watch because I I watch a lot of like little vice documentaries all the other like Netflix documentaries that are out there and honestly it held up with a lot of them you know the thing that's um, interesting what does require a little bit of um, some context is the trial that is um, you know kind of based around what Mumbai Mafia is about is like, it's still an ongoing trial. There's still a lot of uh, details that come out. So organized just like how Indian predator was where, you know, you have the narration you have, um, you know, the, 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 live action parts of it, but you also have all these interviews. Mumbai Mafia is, you know, done the same exact way. And it's, Pretty much just the portrayal of events. I believe the mobster's name was Pradeep Sharma. um, And, you know, this was pretty much about the arrest and all the things that led up to his arrest. And and yeah, honestly, really enjoyed it. I was pretty engaged throughout. It brings a lot of goosebumps. It's also, I would say, like, I'm not going to say gory, but like there are some disturbing scenes. So just like, you know, viewer discretion advised However, I found this to be, you know, a great, you know, docu-series. It's only 87 minutes long, too, so it's, it's real short and sweet. I mean, you can watch it while you're doing some work or whatever. Highly recommend. We hope you like that song, because I know I did. And we're back here on Red, White, and Brown on DC.Live. We just got done reviewing Mumbai Mafia, which was a great docu-series on Netflix. Highly recommend you watch. And, I mean, hey, Tasha, Tasha and I both agree uh, that Netflix comes out with some banger documentaries. Isn't that right, Tasha?
1: That is right. Netflix also comes out with some pretty cool movies. And that brings us to our next film that we're going to review, which is Roald Doll's Matilda the Musical. Um, gonna foray into the musical section for, for a bit. This was a really sweet film. It was very family friendly. The cast and crew was like amazing. Um, they had some some pretty, you know, rocking songs in there. It was a really a, a fun time. So for those of you who are not familiar, Roald Dahl was a children's author in the mid to late 20th century um Matilda the book first came out for kids in 1988 and since then there have been a lot of iterations of of the story so there's been I think the the movie came out in like 1996 and then there was a Broadway play so this this new idea uh of Matilda was kind of a marriage of the two um gotta say these kids I don't know what they're feeding them these days but they're so talented um the way they dance they can all sing they can act I watched it with my younger sister and we both cried which is weird because it's a children's musical but you know there you go it was you, when a children's
0: musical brings tears that's how you know the director's doing a job right
1: you know exactly pulling on the heartstrings right um but yeah it was a it was a great time and I, I highly recommend it it was actually family friendly um I don't know. It was just, it was a lot of fun. You know, Emma Thompson is in the, in the film and she, she does a lot of really creative things in her career, but this one was pretty fun just because her whole face was covered in prosthetics to make her look kind of like this big villain. And sure. uh, that was, that was really fun to watch as it, well.
0: Who is like for, for the, for the viewer at home, I mean, not, like, no, like, like who, who is Matilda? And is this like, like a coming of age type of story? Like, what like what, what how does the story, you know, kind of follow
1: So Matilda is about the titular character, Matilda Wormwood. She's a, um, I think she's elementary school age. She's kind of, yeah, trying to find her way in the world. She's born to two parents that are not very nice to her. And I think the film kind of covers themes of like found family and friendship and kind of how to navigate the world when you're facing these kinds of challenges. Um, So yeah, it's got a good message for kids too. And she's just this extraordinary mind she can actually literally move things with her mind so she's got wow. this kind of special thing going on for her and it's just um like a story of i think a coming of age yeah like you said Michael like finding your way in the world and navigating these challenges when you're a kid can be tough
0: yeah i mean that's great and you know like i think one thing that's interesting cuz if you guys are out there if you follow us each week last week we reviewed um a musical on apple tv with Will Ferrell and was it called
1: Enchanted. Was that what the name of the musical? I think it was Spirited. Spirited.
0: Apologies. We reviewed Spirited, which was a very similar type of a musical where we had a story that, you know, we've all kind of seen, you know, different iterations of it before. In that case, Spirited was about um, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and like the Christmas story. Um, Here though, we have like Matilda. It's kind of interesting to see that like there's a lot of these you know, former stories being brought out of the woodwork again and being turned into a musical. And so, like, as you said, Tasha, like Netflix brought us a great musical. You said that the, you know, choreography was great. The direction was great. Um, Well, overall, like when you think production, does it seem like a big label was, you know, definitely behind it and was able to bring, you know, a kind of new light to the story that we've seen before? Like, like because Tasha, have you seen the prior Matilda movies and stuff?
1: I did, but you know, I was like a kid at the time. Um, sure. yeah. How does this one
0: like kind of differ from it, you know, given all those previous things?
1: Well, the previous is previous iteration, excuse me, uh, was not a musical. So I think that kind of had this one going for it. I think it, it borrowed stuff from the Broadway show. Um, I think it, the other one, I kind of remember it being a little dark, you know, I mean, yeah. the story is pretty dark. She goes through some pretty tough stuff as a kid. Um, yeah they just packaged it in this way it was bright it was like you know fun to watch it I think it kind of makes it approaching these tough subjects for maybe kids or families like in a really palatable way
0: sure yeah I mean it's interesting because like I think a lot of you know if we we talk about theater which is a medium that we do cover on the show um you know in some areas one might think that theater is kind of dying compared to what it used to be um and you know possibly with, you know, some big labels behind it, you know, bringing, bringing them onto these major streaming platforms. Maybe we'll see a different version of theater and musicals come to the big screen, you know, here soon. Because, I mean, as we saw last week, I mean, it was, just, it was just a great production. I mean, absolutely great production. And I take that to be true for Matilda as well. So, you know, we might be seeing some of these, you know, previous musicals that get performed quite a bit, you know, with some big star actors on them. How, how is the cast on Matilda?
1: Cast was stellar, I think, you know, um, I haven't seen you know, the actress who played Matilda before, but she's, she's a super talented kid. She can sing, she can dance, she can literally make you cry. So uh, looking forward to seeing what else, yeah. she does. you know, the supporting cast, like I said, Emma Thompson, um, Lashawna Lynch, she's been in James Bond movies and Marvel. It's got a pretty good, pretty good supporting cast for sure.
0: And we just got done re- reviewing the Matilda musical that came out on Netflix. Once again, you know, great job to Netflix, especially for bringing like such a great story, you know, kind of back to life again, you know, in a new medium in a very good way. So props to that. We're going to be switching gears a little bit to a movie called Hit the Second Case. Um, this movie came out; it was on Prime Video, so you can go see it on Prime Video if you have that. And it's actually the sequel to um, Hit. You know, the the first. The first case so this is the second one second of three they'd announced that there would be a third one in the trilogy and i have some thoughts on this movie but before i give you those thoughts let me just kind of give you some context on what this movie is about so hit the second case is a crime film you know it's set in andhra pradesh uh, follows the story of uh, krishnan dev who's played by um, and a you know kind of special agent on the homicide investigation team or hit for short um, and the film begins with the story of a man named Rom and follows the investigation of a gruesome murder that occurs in the city. And this is really just like, you know, one of those big like murder mystery type films where clues are kind of, you know, sprinkled in. They try to identify, um, you know, the killer and whatnot. And they kind of tease to, you know, show who, who it might be. So are the film's trying to like, kind of keep you on the edge of your seat the entire time. And so there's this like big reveal um, at the end, however, I will say this, this film didn't really have the necessary big reveal because it was revealed to the audience that there's actually a third installment to this movie. And so a couple of things that like, you know, not only struck me as a little anticlimactic, but a lot of other people that watched this was in the trailer that, um, you know, premiered the, the announcement of this film and everything. There were a lot of like big moments. Like I know that me, myself, I was actually very excited to see this, you know, after having covered. Um, the first one, you know, I was definitely excited to, you know, kind of see the second one because the first one wasn't half bad, right? Um, but however, like the big moments in the trailer were really actually the only climactic points in the second one. You know, what you were revealed in the trailer were actually the big moments of of this one. So there were just a lot of moments where I was kind of sitting in my seat, you know, waiting, you know, what kind of happened next. And it really did kind of fall into the same trap a lot of like trilogies have where, the first movie is great, right? Sets the scene for a second one. Second one, okay, right? But it's really just kind of uses a filler, if not a transition to the third one, which is always a great conclusion. That, to me at least, kind of seems how uh, trilogies act, and it's definitely how this one, um, you know, came off as well. So there will be a hit the third case, uh, but you know. I'm hoping that it's quite a bit better than the second one. You know, there are a few things, though, to shout out. Um, you know, I definitely think that the acting in this, you know, was great. You know, some of the members I'd love to shout out is like Ravi Ramesh, uh, Tenikela Balrani, I believe that's the pronunciation, and Srinath Maganti, you know, great music and overall like cinematography as well. Like th- there were some pretty good things about this film. The only thing is just like the, the pacing of it, you know, when they decided to reveal certain details, when they, you know, they're, they're there were just aspects of it that really weren't the most, they, it, it just didn't reveal or make for a good, you know, climactic sequence. Um, but I think oh, of like oh, those was... are my, oh, go, oh ahead, talk. go ahead.
1: So sorry. Um, I was going to say, do you think that since the first movie that you reviewed was kind of like a true crime documentary thing, and this was like a murder mystery, they're kind of like in the same vein. Um, So how do you think like storytelling compares? The you know, two? like
0: so, storytelling in the first one, was great because with any kind of like trilogy or with any kind of series like that first film is meant to kind of just lay the groundwork for the I like to call them worlds because that's what movies do they build you a world that you're kind of immersed in you follow the lives of these characters and so the first one did a really good job of just like kind of laying down the world like we got to understand what the you know what the homicide intervention team was and like how they interact with each other what they ultimately do to find the, uh you know the the identity of of the murderer and so there were just there were just things like since i wasn't immersed in this world already whenever they kind of sprinkle in details you're like you're like grabbing onto them because they're they're important details but it also leads for great you know suspense however in this one we're already kind of immersed in this world and so what i think that they have to do different is there has to be something you know some key piece of information that we as the audience don't know that we slowly learn throughout the movie that piece of information for this one would have been the identity of of the murderer and so ultimately you know they in the third it seems to be like in this third and last one is whenever we will finally like find out who this murderer is so the second one really only does serve to be the development of this case right and ultimately in the end we don't find out you know who it is so like I said I think in order to do the second one right the storytelling has to go it it can't still follow the same linear path as the first one where you're just finding clues for this investigation there has to be something different about it um to you know still be able to maintain the current plot but also like keep the audience really engaged, keep the audience to want to, you know, go to the third one. Cause honestly, like where it stands right now, I'm excited for the third one, but the second one didn't really make me be like, Oh boy, like I can't wait to figure out, you know, who this third, you know, who, who this murderer is. So um, that, that's just like my critique there. But like I said, you know, I think there was great acting. I thought, you know, overall the production was pretty good, right? Like this wasn't, this wasn't a crappy movie by any means. The only thing that, um, you know, just really kind of slugged it was it's pacing, when it decided to kind of, you know, reveal and just like the climactic points of it too. The climactic points um didn't really get much more than, as I said earlier, the trailer. So overall, I highly recommend you give it a watch. Um, however, don't be a little, you know, don't, don't be upset if you see that like the pacing is isn't the best because hey, we watch it so you don't have to, but I'm telling you, it's it's a good go ahead. You can go and watch it and we are back here on red white and brown but this, this is. live on i think you guys thought we were done but we're here with a little extra little bonus clip that's right i'm going to be giving you guys a solo review this is daisy michael here and we're going to be talking about taza Bar which came out on hulu so this was a disney and like hot star type of a film and produced on hulu i mean my experience with hulu so far is there's been some good ones there's been some bad ones so you know whenever i found out I was going to be reviewing this one. I definitely wanted to see if it could at least hold up with its other platforms, you know, as we just talked about, Netflix produces great films, especially great Hindi films. So definitely wanted to see if this would match up. So if you guys have not seen um, this movie, this is it's a very interesting type of TV show. So basically in uh, Tazakabar. You know, we're, we're pretty much taken back, you know, introduced to a flashback moment, a classic flashback scene in a lot of Bollywood cinema, where pretty much like two people that they live on the street, they, you know, we could call them like night walkers or street urchins. They're the rescued from a life of crime by the Lebanon Guardian. And, you know, they're they're brought from the street and pretty much kind of given like this rise and fall like underdog story. So they're taken in. Um, under the wing of someone and they're pretty much given the opportunity to rise up from their Mumbai slum so this does take place in Mumbai similar to a lot of famous movies we've seen before most famously Slumdog Millionaire and you know Tazekabar it, it's it's talking about the Mumbai slums And but well, ultimately what we see in this is it's kind of a rise and fall you know from the underdog story it's told with a speculative dosage of sci-fi that um, you know there's a little bit of a different twist, but, you know, let's kind of get into it. So we have um, a cast of actors here. We have uh, we have Bhuvan Bam playing the main character here. He is the one uh, playing uh, a character called Vasant Gawadi, goes by Vasu in the, in the film. It's a smart talking but clean hearted uh, vagrant man who, you know, stalls the local neighborhoods. You know, he, he's kind of a night walker, if you will. He's also in love with Madhu, who is a prostitute, played with confidence by the consistently good Shriya uh, Pilagankar. And Vasu's mother works as a house help. He constantly motors between jobs. Um, you know, he's working multiple jobs and literally at times, you know, has the desire to make more, you know, of his life. So the series tries hardest. to establish Vasu's kinder side and really tries to show the story of him grinding from the bottom, you know, all the way to the top. Um, you know, in one scene, he rescues a woman who has faints and falls into uh, a pile of dung, if you will, while others refuse to touch her. You know, he, he kind of comes in and, you know, he's very, very, very kind-hearted. But unexplainably, Vasu gets like a superpower. His phone tells him the news hours, days, sometimes weeks in advance. And he's given all he, – he just knows what's going to happen before it happens. And so, you know, at first, you know, he's dumbfounded and decides to use his gift to his advantage, you know, begins using this information to make more money um, and, you know, starts to try and benefit himself. But ultimately, he comes to a point where he has to actually try and use this for good. So nonetheless, you guys are probably wondering what my thoughts are, you know, on this movie. You know, this movie or sorry, this series was ultimately... There, there were a lot of scenes that just felt very staged. Um, you know, I think to really kind of, you know, go into is like, you know, there's these things where he's, you know, betting on cricket matches and stuff and it's, it's good, but like, it's just, just kind of like, I would say the acting of like, you know, some of the supporting cast or whatever, and you know, may have not really necessarily given off the theme uh, that we were wanting. I will say that Bam gives a pretty committed performance, you know, as Vasu, but he, is a little, I would say, like, overcommitted. You know, I'm not familiar with his acting performances in the past. Um, But I will say that there was a little bit of something, you know, that I feel like he was missing. He felt a little bit more like an internet star um, when I was watching this. Um, but nonetheless, like, I thought his commitment to the character was great. He did really try to, like, you know, kind of encapsulate himself inside this character. Um And he, he tried to do it with some intensity. But a lot of times it, it did come off as a little over the top. Um, one, you know, one actor to kind of shout out is Prathamesh Parab, who plays Vasu's friend. You know, one thing that I really kind of recognize with this movie is a lot of the supporting cast did have limited roles, not only limited roles, but just limited screen time as well, limited lines. And I do think that there was actually some substance with some of these actors that could have, you know, could have brought something a little bit more to the screen. You know, as I said, Prathamesh Parab, big shout out, because even though you had like limited space and time to, you know, kind of emerge the scenes that you were in were really kind of like stealer you were still in attention so at least in my eyes uh the the ultimate problem is that like it, i feel like taza kabar wants to play off of like hindi cinema stories so like you know mumbai slums you know rising out you know from the top it's kind of a classic thing that we've seen in a lot of movies and a lot of movies have done it very well so it's really hard to top that the other thing too is like you know, there isn't a whole lot of explanations as to why he knows information, you know, days, weeks ahead of time. There's really kind of no like set, set up to that. So, you know, I do think it's playful in a way. It reminds me of an Adam Sandler movie to some sense, uh, where you have this character, you know, you get introduced to him, his family, you know, his emotions and stuff. But once he's kind of given this information, once he's given this like new power, if you will, it kind of shows how, like, you know, those things that we observed before, you know, now he has potential to you know uplift himself he's a potential to do all these different things um and the you know the series took a comedic aspect to where he was you know doing the bettings he was bartering you know for a better price you know he, he he was positioning himself well in comedic ways so i i do think that that landed but there was a lot of what i felt to be a little bit of superficialness you know with this series um Whether it was the acting, whether it was a plot line, there was a little bit of superficialness. So the direction of this, you know, I'm not sure what the ultimate goal was. I found it to be light and playful. But there were some times where I was like, "Uh, like, this may not, you know, this may not have been like the most natural thing. This very does, you know, this feels like a scene they kind of had to get through. And that's exactly what they did. Would I recommend this? Sure. I'd give it a recommendation Now, don't make this like top of your list movie. Right. You know, put this on like a, on something that you'll watch. Right. And let us know your thoughts because, Hey, I'm always reading the comments. I always want to know what you guys are thinking. I'm always trying to educate myself a little bit better too. So some people might be like, Hey, this was probably the worst attempt of a, of a, of a Mumbai, you know, rise and fall story. But I don't, I don't think so. I've seen some others that might take that place. So if you like this review, please let me know what that said. That is a wrap on our review. You know, we came with you guys with some great little films and series. Highly recommend you go and watch. Just to recap, we started off with Mumbai Mafia. Interesting docuseries. It's a true crime docuseries about a real case that happened. Um, and it's very it's structured very, very well. And, you know, if, if you're into that kind of stuff where there's like, you know, gang dealings, mafia dealings, organized crime, hey, this is for you. Netflix does a great job on it. And the next one we explored was- Into
1: that kind of stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, well- <laughs> Look, I think there's a spectrum on how into it, you know, you should, you should be. Um, but then Tasha covered um Matilda and it was great, right?
1: Yeah, Matilda's a great, great film, great thing to just sit down and watch with the family, like take take a break and enters a fantastical world with this kid and her little adventures. You know, it's a good, it's a good time. We had a good time.
0: And then last, you know, we we talked about hit the second case. This was on Amazon Prime. Uh, Do expect a third one to it, Um, you know, and hopefully too. like with that third one, the overall trilogy might, you know, kind of come together in a little bit of a better way, you know, I think that's how people kind of view Lord of the Rings, maybe, I could be wrong, but nonetheless, nonetheless, had a great time here, make sure to follow all of our socials at StacyLiveGram on Instagram, Stacy.Live on Twitter give us your thoughts, you know, read our reviews early, go to Live to see all of our reviews, you know, before the recording comes out, because we post these, you know, up and early close to whenever these movies come out so that, you know, you can get a good digestible review of what this movie is and decide if you want to go ahead and watch it. Cause like I said, we watch it. So that you don't have to and stay tuned for next week for a new episode from us. But until then, that's all for now. Take care.